Blog Talk Radio. From Chicago, it's the show where everyone comes to chat. It's the 411 Lounge on Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, LeVar Evans. What's going on, Blog Talk Radio Nation? Welcome to another edition of the 411 Lounge on Blog Talk Radio. And I am excited because my guest tonight uh, has been in the adult entertainment industry for a little over 10 years now. And in that time, she has done scenes with some of the biggest production houses and the top male performers in the industry. And I always do a little bit of background study, and everyone uh, I see on her social media pages, they are such a fan, and it's an honor for me to have the beautiful Trinity St. Clair with us tonight. Trinity, how are you, and welcome to the 411 Lounge. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'm I'm doing great. <laughs> it's been a, a nice little Sunday night, and um, here back in New York, so I'm a, I'm an hour ahead of you. So, yeah, doing, doing great. Nice. We were talking a few seconds before the show started about naps, <laughs> and I know you, you were saying that you love. I know you said you love your naps. I love my naps too. <laughs> I know. I was. T- I'm like I was just getting ready. I'm like I, I can go on forever about how becoming an adult, like it is the key to life. Those those naps because. You know, the thing is, is that living in New York, you know, you're in a city that um, that never sleeps. So you have mm-hmm. friends that are, like, saying, come out, do this. And, I mean, I still have to be an adult and wake up early in the morning. So it's, like, I feel that that from 2 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon, like, that time zone, if you can nap, it's, like, it can keep you going for all night long. And I'm, like, yep, solid right there. Yep. So... <laughs> It's that, you, it's that or, or, or as my, my grandma used to say, resting her eyes. So I'm, I'm just going to rest my eyes for a few minutes and let me let me be, right? <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, hey, I love it. I could sit down and I can, if I could do it every day, I wish I could. And, yeah, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I can't someday. So. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm glad you're a Nat fan. And I know, like I said, uh, you just came off the road. Uh, how was Pittsburgh? Oh, my gosh. So I had um, – it was fantastic. I went to cheerleaders, and it was my – I've been to Pittsburgh um, once before, but this was my first time feature dancing there. And, you know, I'm originally an Eagle fan, so it was so funny. I had so many of my fans be like, how in the hell are you going to Pittsburgh and not Philadelphia? Like, what – like, they were so upset. And I'm like, because there's also a cheerleaders in Philly – and so it's it's like I'm like calm down guys, but um but cheerleaders is there. It was it wasn't just like the actual club, but it was the girls there were gorgeous. Um, I'm a fan of tattoos. Um, obviously I have several of them myself, and so the girls had there were so many girls there with beautiful tattoos, and I'm like oh my goodness, the house girls were beautiful, and they were just sweet, and the staff was amazing, and I had some. Some really cool fans come out that like brought um, brought gifts and stuff like that, and um, come and like 
there was one guy that brought, I shit you not, like wrote a card to me and it was, it was both sides of the card and around the wording in the card full of like a letter that he just wrote to me. And I'm like, well, okay then. So really sweet. It was a really sweet card. Don't get me wrong. A lot of like sentimental things and really kind, but it was like, okay, like run a novel for me. Thank you. So yeah, but it, it was fun. But, um, no, it's a, it's definitely, and it changes like your, um, your time clock, obviously, because like you're doing your, you know, you're out, out at the club until like 3 a.m. And then, and then you sleep in a little longer. And so, um, so making my flight this morning, I was definitely, I was definitely a little nervous because I had a 7 a.m. flight. So I'm like, all right, mm. do I go to sleep or yeah, it's one of those like, do you shut your eyes and try to go to sleep for like an hour and a half before you head to the airport and then chance your flight? But I mean, especially if it was only, and it's only an hour flight. So one benefit thing that since I moved to New York, like doing anything on the East Coast, because I go to Boston and I go to, um, I go to DC and I, and I travel on the East Coast a lot and I just take the train, you know, it's so like yeah. public transportation on the East Coast is amazing. Like coming from California, I'm like, uh, if only, if only California had public transportation, that'd be amazing. <laughs> like a subway in LA would be fan fucking tastic. So, I was gonna say that's the one thing about the Midwest and the East is that there's better transportation options than there is out in the West. You would think that they would have caught up by now in regards to getting around. It's like Vegas, you would you know? think. No, no. What no? What they do is they add another lane to the fucking highway, and so now the highway's twelve, <laughs> twelve lanes instead of like five. It's like really, guys, can't you find something better? Okay, yeah, they just need to be like Aladdin and do like a magic carpet. Come on, why have they not created the magic carpets yet? Mm, well, it's it's uh, it's either on the way or we're gonna be driving like the Jetsons were probably at some point. <laughs> we're right? Worry about yep. That. There you go. <laughs> yep. Just jump in, jump in the taxis that are in the air. I'm I'm all for that. So that'd be fun. So. <laughs> By the yeah. way, I, I am a little intrigued here because you are an Eagles fan who's living in New York. You grew up, I think, in California, correct? I am all over the I'm actually from Northern California, so I should initially be a 49er fan. Um, but And it's crazy. Like So part of my family, um, most of my family likes the Niners, right? And then you have my mom who's batshit crazy and likes the Cowboys. I'm like, I don't even know where she started liking the Cowboys. So in our household on Eagles and Cowboys days, oh, we do not speak. And then, but it'll be funny because, like, sometimes you'll hear, like, if I'm home with my mom, like, I'll be upstairs and my mom will be downstairs watching the game and we'll just be hollering at each other. Or she'll call me from California and, like, if, you know, they score a touchdown or if I score a touchdown, like, we'll literally, like, did you see that? Did you see that? Oh, we, we badger each other a lot. So, yeah. So it was, a, so it was probably it's, a little hard to share with fun. the 49ers in the NFC title game then. <laughs> yes, exactly. Interesting stuff, I yeah. tell you. So, um, um, Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting take. I've, I've, I've noticed that you know sometimes if some people move to one coast and they're probably a fan of the teams in that city or they're that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. And, I, and I'm not even going to go into the history between the Bears and the Eagles. So yeah, I, I, uh, I'm oh, old yeah, enough I to remember the football. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. So. But, 
But you but you've been in the industry now for over ten years, and I, I'm always amazed at those who have been in it for a little bit because so much has changed, especially in the last decade, uh, especially with how you know social media is. How is it? Oh. How has it changed since you began? Well, I mean, so you know, when I first got in, it was felt that it was definitely not. Um, you know, it was previous before uh you know it was definitely ran by the companies um mm-hmm. girls did not have um as much independence and girls actually had to listen to like what the producer said and everything like that now now i feel that well with like only fans and with social media we are in power now like the companies more or less need us no, we don't necessarily need them. Um, but it's it's a two-way street, you know. We need the traffic from the website, right, to build our brand. Right. Um, but, but then, you know, you get these newer models that come in thinking they're all, all shit, all the shit, you know, like they, they, they're, they're, they're the cat's meow. And I'm like, no, sweetheart, you got to put your time in. It, you don't just become number one for – out of nowhere you know um you don't get to demand everything that you want um and it's it's all about you know you when you get you earn respect right um and the girls don't understand that um you just have to be responsible and you can make yeah you can make quick money but they they're it's still a learning tactic you know um so, like, these girls that jump on OnlyFans and think that they're a porn star and everything like that, I'm like, no, no, you're not. It's kind of like, I feel that OnlyFans is, like, the new generation of cami, in essence. Like, you know, how there, how there used to be so many cam models and all the cam sites and everything like that. That's exactly what OnlyFans is. Um, anybody can have an OnlyFans, right? But the really yeah. successful OnlyFans are the ones that actually have a fans already. So, so you know, you're going to get those A-level, um, you know, adult film stars that have been around for years and years and years. Yeah, they're going to have an amazing OnlyFans because it's exclusive content, you know. Um, so that's – it's just – it's very interesting. And then without social media, it's, like, kind of like it, – it, it's our advertisement. And it's, like – and it's so – it's sometimes it can be exhausting because – um, people don't realize how, like, everyone thinks, yeah, being a, a porn star or an adult film star is easy. Absolutely not. It is a 24-hour job. We have to. Right. There's so much work we put into it because we're constantly advertising. We're constantly um, doing other things that bring in revenue, right? So it's not just, like, it's, like, for example, I don't just do the films. I do, I do adult you know, I do the feature dancing. I do the OnlyFans. I uh, shoot for other companies, and then I'll I'll do like I'll do collaborations with like other um you know other like mainstream stuff. And like you know, if I, I'll go on other podcasts and I'll travel here and I'll travel there, then job. And then you have to have your PR, and then you have to promote yourself, and then you have to do your merchandise. And you know, it's constantly always being on top of it. So. Yeah, it's it's not it's not an easy job. It's you're I mean you're self-employed, and if you want to be yeah. successful, you have discipline. So, 
called adulting. <laughs> oh, it's so, such a dirty word, yeah. adult. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I know. So I can Imagine, like, like you ever think about it, like, what it, what it was like, I mean, how easy it was to be a kid. I mean, I mean, it's like one of those things, it's a two-way street. Imagine, like, we are unsupervised humans walking this earth. Like, we can do whatever we want. But there's so much more that comes with it. I mean, to be a kid and like, okay, I had to listen to what my mom my mom had to say and everything like that. But, you know, I had no responsibilities. I didn't have to pay bills. I didn't have to do this. I didn't have to do that. I was like, you know, I got a lot. I had freedom and everything like that. But then you hit 18 and you are a unsupervised human being with responsibilities that now you have to abide by all these rules that, like, you weren't aware of when you were a kid. You just had to abide by the parents' rules, right? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, like, taxes and all this and, like, X, Y, and Z, you know, your your checkups and your health insurance and, like, then you you buy a house or you buy a car and you have all that insurance. And I'm like, where did all this come from? (laughs) But... Yeah, it's learning. You learn real fast too. Like um, my, you know, I I just had to deal with uh, the passing of my grandma, and I that was a whole new realm of like responsibility that I didn't know about. Like like the trust and like selling, like learning how to deal with you know the lawyers and what you have to close and open and do all the all these random things that you just really don't know about until you experience it. You know. Wow. Well, definitely my condolences yeah. on that. Yeah, it will it will make you as they always say grow up a little bit, especially when you yeah. have to Yeah, especially when you got to receive those responsibilities. It's an interesting point yeah. that you talked about with some of the younger uh people coming into the industry because I know in this age of, you know, um social media and becoming quote influencers or you know having you know hundred thousand or more followers and people think that right off the bat that they can kind of get in and make a name for themselves what advice would you give to those who are just entering the industry now ah all right well if they're entering it now now that the pandemic is over I felt so bad for so many girls that, like, joined in 2020. Like, literally, like, the girls that were, like, December 2019. And I'm like, you did not get to see what the industry was, you know? Um, So my advice now would be they got to understand that, you know, if you're – I've always said that make sure this is something you want to do because it doesn't go away. Like, that's the thing, like, you know, it doesn't disappear. You don't get to go back and say, oh, no, I don't want to do this anymore, you know, and then it disappears mm-hmm. off the Internet. You you have to prepare yourself for what you will not be able to do, you know. Like, it's like so if your goal is to be a kindergarten teacher, most likely not going to happen. You're not, I mean, you're not going to be able to, you're, there's a lot of things that you just got to accept um, and move forward with that. And, you know, if you, like, my family was very accepting of it. And I was very honest at what I wanted to do and what I was going to do because 
I did not come from a broken family. I was not, uh, never got involved with the drugs, and I wasn't, like, I wasn't, there wasn't anything, like, I didn't have the daddy issues or anything like that. I um, right. I got into the industry because I love adrenaline rushes. And if anything, the industry helped me become unshy. Like, I was a very shy girl in high school, and I was a I was one of those, like, goody-goody two-shoes, teacher's pet, like, never got in trouble completely. And then I and then I left my little small-town country life, and it was like everyone was shocked because I, I was so not that all that no one expected this to come from. And it's funny because every time I go home, they're like, I never, ever would have thought that you would be the one that got, like, that became a porn star. And I'm like, yeah, me either. Never thought, never saw it coming. Um, but, but it was just it literally um, it opened my it opened so many different. Um, it made me accept myself faster. Which to say like you're you're an eighteen nineteen year old girl, and to fully accept yourself because that's the one thing about the industry is that they they welcome any body shape any size. Anything you know, you can, you exactly. your flaws are in the industry. It's not like mainstream modeling where you have to be pencil thin and have to look a certain way, right? There's there's a right. there's a genre for every girl, and there's fans for every girl, you know. Um, and that's what I I fell in love with because like my fans loved who I was and what I looked like and. I feel that like my forever fans, they love my personality. They know, they know, like I have some fans that literally have known me since 2009 and, and they have followed me. They have literally followed me for over a decade. And I'm like, I'm so grateful for them. And they know me, like, I feel that they've, they've seen me grow up and become, become the woman that I am. And it's so enlightening to, you know, still have them be there, you know? Um, right. And they, and it's so funny because, like, every time my fucking social media gets deleted, like, for example, my Instagram, like, on my third one, um, they, they follow me. Like, I'm like, all right, guys, here we go again. Um, round three, here we go. So, uh, you know, and they follow whatever account that I start up again, you know. Um, so it's, it's really, it's really cool. So I just, uh, I just, I hope that the newer girls understand that, if you want to be an adult film star that really don't, don't just be a starlet and make it a brand, uh, utilize, hmm. utilize what is offered to you and, and save your fucking money, invest it, right. like be smart. At the end of the day, you don't know, like you don't know if we're going to run into another pandemic. You don't know what the right. fuck is going to happen. So, so spend all your money, put a little aside, save for a rainy day. And my, you know, I was, I was taught that when I was younger, like you always just save for, if something can go wrong, it will. Right. Like, so always mm-hmm. just prepare yourself. So, um, yeah, I'm very, very grateful for that. So. That's good. Yeah. I was gonna say, you touched on COVID and it definitely threw the industry for a loop over the last couple of years. How did you adapt to it? Um, well, let's see here. So, COVID, I was I was in New York, and it was so it was really um, 
eerie feeling uh, because I saw New York totally transformed. Um, and it became kind of frightening, you know. Um, a city that, like I said, never sleeps became dark. And uh, and my my grandma said, I need to I need to go home. I need to like so. What I did is I did leave New York and I went back to LA to quarantine for um for like a month and a half. And it was and while I was there, I I I made the decision. I'm like I'm getting lazy because I was waking up and I was grabbing a cocktail and going out by the by the pool like every day. Mm. And I'm like it was like Groundhog's Day. And I'm like I am not being productive at all. So I brought myself back to New York, and I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And so I really, really focused on my brand. I focused on um, my OnlyFans, and I really, really invested a lot of time into that. And then, and then it started, and then, the, you know, the world started opening up more and more, and then our industry found a way to, like, make sure that we were safe on set. So we, we added the COVID test to um, – our testing, our weekly testing, and like literally every set you went on, you had to be COVID tested. Um, so, yeah, so I um, I accepted it and just um, really, it, I hate to be this way, but the pandemic was amazing for adult film stars because everyone was home. And we probably did our best years on OnlyFans during the pandemic. Like, when it was the worst, we made the most money. I hate to be wow. that way, but it's a lot of girls were making so much money. So much money. It was ridiculous. But yeah. um, but there was nothing else. It was, it's almost like bars. It's almost, it was almost like the liquor stores. Like, like we were <laughs> like a liquor store. Like, everyone was spending our mon- their money, any money that they had, on OnlyFans. And, and, you know, spending the money on the girls and stuff like that just because there was nothing else to do. You couldn't go out. You right. couldn't be, you know, you couldn't go have fun. So where else, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, and I know for some of the feature dancing and being in those places or being at, you know, fan conventions, a lot of people miss that. So the next best way is online. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, speaking of social yeah. media, uh, uh <laughs> Uh, you just mentioned it, and I was going to talk about that, especially with Instagram. Uh, so, for the folks out there, normally, <laughs> yeah, I know. For the folks out there, uh, normally I always mention every uh, page that they're on, but there's a little bit of a change in the program here because on Instagram now, uh, you were at official Trinity St. Clair, but it's now at Trinity St. Clair official, I believe, correct? Uh, because yes. the fine folks on Instagram can't seem to. Uh, Leave adult stars alone. I know. It's, they, I mean, and the and the weird thing is, is that um, I this time, you know, at least I'm given a little bit of a heads up. I'm like, why? This this time it was it just went away. I'm like, okay, there was no forewarnings. There was nothing. I wasn't like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have posted that last post. I was so vanilla. I'm like I I cross my T's and dot my I's and I tell you it would just it went bye bye I'm like well that sucks and so it's it's so weird because now I'm like all right so now I'm making a backup for my backup for my backup so I'm on my so my third backup is now gonna have a fourth backup and I'm like okay now what am I gonna name this one like 
fuck Instagram Trinity St. Clair? I'm like, what? What do I say? I don't think they'd like that. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think I'd, I think I would get deleted just for saying that or just having that as my name. Like, no, 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 no. So, so, so yeah. So I just have um, – go ahead. Yeah, I was just – do you think that they give adult stars kind of like unfair, you know, like, because I see other celebrities, you know, who post things that are way worse or uh, uh, a celebrity family who shall go unnamed post things that are pretty much nude and they get away with it and they never lose their sight. But if you post something, oh. even if it's like a sweater with the sweater open and not showing anything, they'll want to delete you. Oh yeah, we are definitely targeted. It's uh, it's very, um, we are extremely targeted, and it's just, it's one of those things like you just, um, I there's not really a way around it. Like I, for when I first got into the industry, I did have a Facebook fraternity. I, I you know, I had my my personal one, and then I had a, a Trinity St. Clair Facebook account that I was really really active on it, and then. When it got deleted, I'm like, oh, oh no! And it's kind of like you get you get hopeless sometimes. And it's actually it really can, I think it can really fuck with a girl's mentality because mm-hmm. you know you build up so much. And it's not just that. What really irks me is that all the connections and all the contact information that are in my messages that I have no access to. It's one thing mm-hmm. to like, okay. So, for example, okay, you want to you want me to not post. I get it. So why why don't they just make it like where we are not able to post, not delete our account, so we still have access to the old pictures that are posted? Like when you invest right. eight years into an account, why can't I go back and save? You know, there's got there there needs to be a way to download the content or download the messages or like, like an iCloud for Instagram, you know, logically speaking, they should do that. But of course they're not going to, because then we take that information and and transfer it to a different platform, which they wouldn't like. Um, So yeah, it's just, uh, we definitely are targeted and it's just, it's the damn thing, but it is what it is. You can't do anything about it, you know? Wow. One of these days, somebody's going to come up with, um, social media page for models and adult stars in which you have to, I always said, I don't know why they haven't done it, where you have to prove that you're 18 and over. And then once you're able to do that, you're on the page. And at that point, you know, you can kind of post within reason, you know, and then at that point, you know, nothing like extremely graphic, but within reason of the page. And then, yeah, you don't get kicked off. You keep your page. I think if you had a warning, you'd be like, okay, I'm cool. I'm not going to do it again. And, yeah, but, yeah, you're right. Losing that, it's not cool. (laughs) But um, you do quite a bit of traveling from time to time. It's one of the things I think I've noticed about uh, you. And I was going to say, when do you have spare time? (laughs) And are there any hobbies that people may not know that you like? Oh, I am so um um so I do have my hobbies and and um I am an extreme um concert goer. I I so there there's several things. I love I love 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 music. Um and I love events. That's one of the reasons 
truthfully, it's one of the reasons I got vaccinated. Um, because uh, the one thing I missed the most during the pandemic was going to events and concerts. And I missed live music more than anything. And so the minute Madison Square Garden said, you can't come into Madison Square Garden unless you're vaccinated, I'm like, well, here's my arm. If I turn into a zombie, at least I'll be a zombie with everyone else. So um, shoot me up, and I got vaccinated, no problem. Um, and I didn't, and I didn't have any reaction to it at all. Um, you know, uh, so so I love love concerts. I'm actually gonna be in uh, in Houston next weekend for the rodeo <laughs> because oh. they have some of the most amazing. Um, I'm seeing uh, uh, Sam Hunt next Monday. And then Chris Stapleton on Thursday. So I'm, uh, and then Dirk, and then Dirk Bentley, I believe he plays Sunday. So I might go to him if I get in early enough. I had a friend that has an extra ticket. So, but, um, but yeah, so I'm going to go to the Houston rodeo. And then, um, but that's, that's one of the things that I truly, truly love is I love going to events and, and I love, um, I'm a sports bar girl. So I am a, I I love sit at a bar and socialize and um I, that that's usually like as it's funny because as as um as social butterfly as I am I'm I'm very quite observant and I'm a, I'm very mm-hmm. much a free bird and so I do everything on my own I'm very 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 much an Aquarius so if like you follow astrology I am to a, to a T an Aquarius. Like every single thing that is about an Aquarius, I am. I am the epitome of an Aquarius. Like if you wanted to like pin me up to a, a bulletin board and say, this, 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 this is this person. This is what she does. I am. I am 100% and I will agree to everything, everything. I will never, I will never back down to like if an Aquarius does it, yes, I do. Yes, I do. 100%. So, yep. You know why I kind of well now not even agree because I know and happy belated birthday because I know yours was uh, February third, correct? Yes, sir. And I am the eleventh of February, so. <laughs> oh, so, I do that. so we already vibe. Yep, yep. yep. So, so I, you I already, already so I already know you, and you. It's kind of like you already know me, and I already know you. Like we already know our characteristics. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I already knew it. <laughs> By the way, out of the concerts yeah. that you went to, what was your favorite concert? Oh, um, gosh, that's really, really hard. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to say um, I went to Luke Bryan at Walnut Creek in North Carolina, and it <laughs> was um, it was the very first concert I went to by myself. And you know, I I um you know I, I saved like some of my recordings, and I was so free, so in tuned with just at the moment. There was nothing mm-hmm. else in my mind, and that's I think that's one of the reasons I love concerts so much because there's nothing else going on for me at that time. Like there's no distractions. I'm in mm-hmm. that moment and living in that moment. People don't do that anymore. You know, they're always no. thinking about the past or the future, and they don't live in the now. They never live in the now. And when I'm in a concert, I'm in the now. I'm I'm literally, I'm, I'm so heart, mind, and soul into the music. I just, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I live and breathe it. And, uh, 
it's it's just it's just good for the soul. It's just I'm like I that's one thing that like music is I'm music is is my soul. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think that's for most of us Aquarius. I was gonna say I went to a Paul McCartney concert a few years ago, and for four hours I sat there that he performed, and I was just like fixated on just like the music. Nothing around me. I could, you couldn't tell me that there was like thousands of other people around me. I was just fixated on what was going on. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Just give, let me sit here. Yeah. I can, I can sit in a coffee shop by myself all day long listening to music. But then that's another reason, like, cause like some of the pubs I go to, they have a jukebox. And so literally I'm <laughs> like, I'm, DJ Trinity over here, and I'm playing my own song. I'm like, I'm like, I'm changing up the songs. I'm like, I want to hear my song, and so like, I will like fast track my song that I want to hear. Like, I'll jump over other people's songs that I, because I'm like, I'm like, all right, five credits. All right, we're going to the front of the line. Bye, see you later. Nice. So. You're that person putting a ton of money in the machine for the jukebox. Yes, yes, all day long. Yep, that's that's me. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Well, uh, we talked about being in this industry for a little while now. Is there anything that you would still like to do on film that you haven't? You know, um, so there's there's several companies that I haven't shot for that I still would love to work with. Um, I like I I would love the opportunity to shoot for Vixen and Tushy and and Black. Um, and then, but there is also I still have, but I don't. Well, it's like I'm not sure I can, but I like that idea of it. Like if if the, if the body mechanic works properly and it works 100, percent I still have yet to do a DP, but I don't. I'm still I'm still unsure if like the, my body mechanics will work. Like I can, I'm I'm small. Like I am small, and I don't I don't know if like there's body capacity. Like I don't know if it will. I, cause I haven't even tried it. Like I'm like, so it's always, it's always been in the back of the mind and everyone has always requested it, but I'm like, I'm definitely interested in it. So, um, that would be, that would be a lot of fun. And I do want to travel abroad and I do want to go to Budapest and I want to go to Prague and I would love to work with like the European, um, company. So those are, that's, that's kind of like what I would I was going to say, I have a, a question now that you talked about that, and, and I, I hope you can answer it. You don't have to answer it. But when adult stars want to try something new, such as either a DP or, you know, or anything else, how is that process? I mean, I'm just curious. I, I mean, is it something that you either practice with somebody before? Because nobody's going to go, like, cold turkey right into a scene and do it. You're going to – probably practice with some things or some yeah, people. So, well, yeah. So, like, for example, um, well, for example, like, okay, well, from my knowledge, um, I was, I was doing anal before I got into the industry, but, um, but for girls that want to try anal, there are production companies that actually give them an anal training kit. So, really? for example, Mike Adriano, yeah, he will because, you know, he's larger, so he will give girls an anal training kit. And if the girl can't get to the biggest plug, she won't be able to do anal with him. So it's a, yeah, it's definitely, you definitely don't go cold turkey. Um, but, but yeah, so, 
So that's, it's kind of like one of those things, like, how do, that's also like with me, because I'm not going to go up to, like, two guys and be like, yo, do you want to try DP with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but then I have, you know, I have gone through the, I've gone through the process of discussing it with some male talents where I will pay them to, to try to do it for, for my own content. Because if you know, I don't want to put out something that I'm not comfortable with, you know. So right. I've I've dabbled with that idea. Um, so yeah, and I've gotten I have a list of guys that um that have I've gotten recommendations of good pairings. So um, that do well with DPs for girls. So I have I'm I'm working. On it, so we shall see. Yeah. Coming to coming to a screen near you. And I always yes, love to ask exactly. this question. <laughs> I always love to ask this question. You're given the green light to pick three people, not in the adult industry, to do scenes with. Who would it be? Oh no, that's so not fair. Um, <laughs> now it's like that's a really great question. So, well, there's this. Um, okay, there is. I take that back. There's this one guy. Um, he is. He is on, um, he actually does, uh, he does like Thunder Down Under. His name, he looks okay. like Channing Tatum. His name is Will, I, gosh, I forgot his last name. But you can Google him. And he is one of the best damn looking men I've ever seen. So I would, I would really like to work with him. Um, maybe like, so I would like a female because I, I am very bisexual. So I mm-hmm. find, oh gosh, there's. I find very attractive. Um, who would be my woman of choice? Um, Jessica Jessica Beale would be probably my woman of choice. She's just you know okay. I, she's just yeah. Um, and then I'm I'm probably gonna go with George Clooney. I like I like older men, so um, I think he would be a lot a lot of fun. There's just something about him, so yeah. Or my or Michael Bublé would be uh, because he could sing to me and I would melt. Oh Lord, he's like the Frank Sinatra of our times, you know? Like yes, he is. Yeah, there's always those guys that I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, why are you married? It's so sad. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like and and I if I only had a chance. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. sure you have a chance with Michael Bublé. <laughs> he wasn't married. No. There's always those. Can you tell us about maybe I can go ahead? Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say that, and but then there there is one couple. So I am I'm very like I said I love my country artists and everything. So Kane Brown has um Kane Brown and his wife are probably the two cutest goddamn things ever. I absolutely like I follow them. If I could have a threesome with them, oh my goodness! I was actually I stood right next to her in Nashville um, at the Country Music Award Festival, and it was pouring down rain, and I was just in like I was in awe of Kane Brown on stage, and of her right standing right next to me, and I'm like I I don't know what to do with myself. I was I was I was bewildered. So yeah, but that would be a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Everybody I know loves Kane Brown. Is it the eyes? Um, I think I think it's, it's you don't expect his voice out of him. 
his his yeah. his yeah. deep voice. Like you like you look at him and then he starts singing and I'm like, Okay, okay. I've seen him I've seen him four times live, which is which I I I went to um I went to Charleston, um and I saw him in Nashville twice and I actually and then I saw him actually here in Brooklyn. Um, a, a couple months ago. Yep, it was it was quite it was quite the yeah. I was all for it. I love. I mean, seeing country music in in New York is probably one of my favorite things because you you walk into you walk into the venue and you, mind you, you're in New York City and you've got all these cowboy hats and cowboy boots and I'm like, <laughs> oh oh, I'm I'm all for this right now. Yes yes yes. So. <laughs> uh like the country vibe. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. So, yeah. So, what's the advice that 2009 <laughs> you would give to 2022 you? Um, gosh. Honestly, I, I don't, but, um, what i would what i would say to not necessarily advice mm-hmm. what i would what i would say is um i would tell myself how proud i am how mm-hmm. proud i am of myself that i am still i am still so humble that's so like everyone asks me like why so for example if you know there's a necklace i wear and I never take it off. I've I've been wearing it since day one in my scenes, and everyone goes, "You always wear that that necklace in scenes," and it's because it was the first piece of jewelry that I bought myself, and it was to remind myself to always stay humble and to never change, to not get absorbed into people's fictitious ideal of who you should be. That make your decisions on what is best for you what is best, what to just be true to who you are. So, for example, when I first got in, everyone was like, get fake boobs. I waited until when I wanted to get them, you know. Um, I I did things on what I felt was for for what I needed. Um, I didn't do anything because someone told me. And I guess that's also an Aquarius thing. We don't, we don't listen to other people well. Um, yeah. We do things <laughs> on our own. So, so I, I have a tattoo on me that says she flies with her own wings. Um, so I'm very, um, I'm very proud of how I have built myself and stayed true to who I am. I'm still at the end of the day, no, how, no matter how successful I am, I still go home to my country life and my country, my little small town country town. And I love, and I never, I never put my nose up to anybody because at the end of the day, I grew up with them, and I'm like, I will, I will pay for a five dollar cocktail all day long, like you know, like, you know, and I will take a twelve pack onto the lake and live up and jet skis, and that's me, and that will forever always be me, you know. I don't need X, Y, and Z. I'm not materialistic. I'm definitely will always be that small town country girl. You can't take it out. You can't take the country out of a girl. Ever. You just really can't. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I guess that's advice. Like, always, always stay true to who you are. There you go. You know, before I let you go to see, 
I do have a lightning round of questions to ask you because I love doing this. This is something that I started a few shows ago, but it's always telling when I'm able to uh, get the answers. So are you ready for the lightning round here? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Number one, what's the best way to start the day? Cup of coffee. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The best way to lounge around. Hold on. Did you say the best way to start a day? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> the cup of coffee. Hey, that's good. I was I was gonna say some people would say that. Um and now best way to lounge around the house, nude, underwear or sweats. So I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely wearing I'm a sweat girl, not gonna lie, 'cause I I, I, do, I get cold a lot, so um I, I, I wear sweats and a bra. That's that's my cup of tea. So I'm always sweats and a bra. <laughs> uh, now, one of the things I've noticed is that in your travels, you've always shown us, like, the wonderful food that you had a chance to eat. So your top three cities that you've traveled to that had the best food. <laughs> New York. Well, I'm, I'm New York 100%. Um, <laughs> Then I'm going to have to say uh, Nashville has amazing food. Um, and then I'm definitely going to have to say Chicago. I, Chicago has actually amazing, amazing Italian. Um, I, yeah. I hate the deep dish. Hate the deep dish, but good Italian. I will give you credit. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. But Chicago dogs, like I had my first hot dog there. Like because after I became after I stopped being a vegetarian, my first hot dog was in Chicago. Oh my lord! Like fully loaded <laughs> Chicago dog. It was amazing. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Yep. Next time you're in, you let me know. We will do <laughs> the dog. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. About, I, well, I was gonna say, yeah. I'm not going to start with New York versus Chicago pizza then. Nope. Don't even try me. <laughs> don't even try me. Well, you will not win on that. You will not win on that. <laughs> I was going to say, would you put like a Philly cheesesteak somewhere in there too, since you're an Eagles fan? You know, Philly cheesesteaks are okay. They're not on my top, but I did not, I'm not going to lie. I did go to, um, they have, they have an eighty dollar Philly cheesesteak in Philly. Like you can you spend eighty bucks for this goddamn cheesesteak. I splurged just because I wanted to say that I had it and it was damn damn good. Like I savored every bite for eighty dollars for a cheesesteak. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The most absurd thing you've ever read about yourself was what? Uh, that's a good question. What was the most absurd? Hmm. Don't really know. I mean, I don't really have any any crazy stories on that one. Um. I mean, I've read other like, like random. I mean, pardon. I was gonna say, do you like seeing articles about yourself, or is it just one of those things like, no, I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> Moving on. I really don't like I I mean I don't really like read articles about myself. I mean other than like the you know the podcasts that I do and stuff like that. Oh, I mean I always have people ask me if I'm married. 
which is weird. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking married. Or like, that's like, that's, that's a funny thing. Or, or I'll get like, I love when people say, when are you visiting New York? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you really know who the fuck I am? I'm like, or, or like, what, where are you right now? And I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm literally posting with snow in the background in, in my apartment that like, literally I just walked past Times Squares or something. I'm like, are you serious right now? Are you for real? <laughs> so weird. The record show, I did not ask if she was married and I did not ask when she was visiting New York because I already knew she was in New York. So there you go. <laughs> Um, so the store that you could spend hours shopping in is where sephora i i actually i love um i really like makeup i love well it's makeup and skincare and i like um trying new things so i'm always um i love because I'm a spa enthusiast, so I'm always, like, interested in, like, how, like, one chemical, like, well, not chemical, but, like, what, because I believe in, like, facial cocktails and stuff like that, because you always need to replenish in, like, vitamins and all that. So I'm, um, that's definitely a store that I could spend hours in. So, um, yeah, that would be it. If you weren't in adult entertainment, you'd be... A probably um, a child life. Well, I was originally going to school. I was a BN in psychology with a minor in childhood development, and I was mm-hmm. going to school to be a child life specialist. So I would um, I would be that um, that and or a real estate agent. So those are um, I actually have I have my real estate. Well, I I almost had it. I took I took the course, but then I never really like went anywhere with it. So. I got my license, but then I let it, um, you know, run out or whatever that expire. So this was back in yeah. 2000 and, 2011. I got my license and I did big classes mm-hmm. and everything. And then I'm like, I just absolutely never went anywhere with it. So, yeah. Wow. The item that you can't travel without. My, um, I'm so I, I, well, depends where we're going. Um, but I definitely can't travel without, I always, my vibrator, I always pack my, I always pack my Hitachi since day one. I even like when I, every time I would go home to see my mom or family or anything like that, the Hitachi has always been in the bag. Always. <laughs> yep. I don't think you're, you're not the first person that's told me that. And, and I was, and whatever somebody says that I asked them about that new one, I guess that's out. Was it the Rose or something like that? Have you seen it or have you heard about that? Uh-uh. Told, no, to be like, told to be like the best thing out there, according to some people, but yeah, I'll, I'll have to find a picture and get it to you. <laughs> but, uh, uh, as the adult star, what's the one misconception that people have about you? Oh, that um, that I have sex every day. <laughs> no, 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 I really don't. I, I really, I no, I'm actually like, and you know, um, when I do date, I'm actually very, um, I, I'm very Italian. What's mine is mine. So, for example, like <laughs> I, I'm not. No, like, would I be okay if my boyfriend went out and dabbled uh-uh Mm-mm. nope nope no 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 
Nope. He, like, first and <laughs> foremost, he shouldn't have to go searching. So if if he's dating me, like, there's no reason. Mm-mm. Nope. So. Yeah. Uh, thick or long? What was that? Thick or long? That's the question. I'm not, I'm not even going to say what exactly. I'm just going to oh, say thick, uh, thick or long. Thick or long. So I am definitely um, – I like longer rather than thick just because I'm I'm small. So, yeah. <laughs> and the best way to end the day? Um, I'm definitely a bath girl, so I love I love baths. So I I'm I will be first 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 thing to do is like baths before bed and that is like that's like I I actually am notorious for falling asleep in the bathtub, so I can go into the bath and then like hit the hit the sack and I'm I'm out. I am not I am not um, sex before bedtime person. I am um, first thing in the morning. Like if you want if like you want to have like if you're dating me, the best time to have sex with me is huh, well speaking of naps. So. It's either going to be first thing in the morning or right after my nap. You're going to get the most wild sex. That's like that's my um, that's my mojo time. You know. Really. Huh. Yep. That's interesting. That's the first time I think. Well, I mean, that's the first time I've actually heard somebody say that, and that's actually interesting. Because <laughs> huh. mm-hmm. usually we always before bed, or you know, it's like, hey, we're about to go to bed. We're already in bed. Let's do it. So yeah. Huh. I'm learning yeah. something new every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is fantastic. So uh, what can you tell us about any upcoming projects or where fans can see you soon? I know you said you'll be in Houston here soon. Um, so I'm going to be especially for the Houston um, I'm going to be in Lansing, Michigan next month. And then the following month, I'm actually going to be um, Lansing, Michigan at, oh, goodness, I don't even remember the club. I think it's Dream Girl. Dream Girls, and then and then I'm going to be or no, I take that back. Lansing, Michigan is deja vu, and then Detroit, ah. Michigan in A is um is uh, Dream Girls, and then um, hmm. I'm going to be traveling to Los Angeles um uh, at the beginning of May to shoot um to shoot content and do some shoots out in, out in L A, which will be a lot of fun. So new scenes will be coming to your view. As you say. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, we definitely can't wait. So let me tell the folks where they can find you. On Twitter, it is at Trinity St. Clair. Don't forget on OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans.com forward slash Trinity St. Clair. On Instagram, mm-hmm. <laughs> Trinity St. Clair official. Uh, and even on TikTok, Miss Trinity St. Clair is where you'll find her. Yes. So, yeah. All of those play. Oh, and don't uh, let me forget Snapchat too, as well, right? Yep, I'm on Snapchat. Real Trinity Triple X. But I think See, I got it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. you're good. There you go. See? Awesome, blossoms. And, and then, of course, don't, don't forget to be like, follow, just uh, go follow, go subscribe to me on Pornhub because I'm I'm yeah. I, I'm on the Pornhub on the Pornhub. So. You know, yeah, so. all those questions. Thank tonight, you so and much I did for having me. I know. Thank you so much for being here. I was going to say all these questions tonight, and I didn't even begin to get into 
I think I saw somewhere you talked about how a big of a band geek that you were. <laughs> we'll talk about that the next time you're here because I would love to have you back again. I would love that. I mean, we can, yeah. I'm, see, that's the thing, like, to talking to me. I'm, I'm a Sicilian, so I can talk for hours. So I will, I'll, I'll run you out of your time real fast. <laughs> so, but we no, will definitely never, discuss never. that and discuss all the, all the lovely instruments that I know how to dabble with and play. So, yeah, that will be fun. So, but thank that you, sir. Good. And I will, uh, I hope to chat with you soon and you have a good rest of your evening. Okay. You too. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much, Trinity St. Clair. Bye. And make sure to follow Trinity on all of her sites. Uh, make sure to support her on OnlyFans and on Twitter. And that will do it uh, for this version of the 411 Lounge on Blog Talk Radio. Once again, my thanks to Trinity St. Clair uh, for making it on tonight. Uh, definitely would love to have her back again soon. So uh, for me, And for Trinity, I am LeVar. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Be safe. Thanks for listening to the 411 Lounge. You can get all the latest show news on Twitter at newscommentbtr. And you can add us as a podcast on Apple. 